This is Tim Cask. I survived Gen Con. Did you? You're here for Save or Die. Hey, tell me again, why didn't you guys get an any nomination? You passed through the door to find a small room filled with gold and jewels and a red dragon. He starts to breathe. Taco, everybody. It's DM Mike with the Save or Die podcast, Side Adventure 11. Oh. Or 10, actually, I guess. <laughs> it's and a number. It's a number where we're talking about one of the newer conventions that have come up, Gamehole Con. And as usual, I am joined by DM Jim. I cast Audible Podcast. And DM Liz. Hello, hello. And the coordinator of the convention, Alex. Okay, let's get this. Is it Comer? Kammer. Kammer. Okay. Stout German name. Kammer. Okay, we're not going to do a Janelle. Not going to do, do a Janelle where we mispronounce her name for the entire episode, and then at the very end she says, oh, by the way. <laughs> well, I'm going to say, she let us mispronounce her I name know, for a whole episode. <laughs> oh, well. So, Alex, how are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for having me. I'm a, a fan of your the, this podcast, so it's a, it's an honor to be here. Well, thank you. Aw. But let's get right to the nitty gritty. What was the thoughts behind Gamehole Con? Uh, yeah, that's a that's a expansive question. The uh, uh, several fold, I guess. First of all, I can start by explaining the weird name because I will uh, be the first to admit that it is a weird name. Uh, the, the Game Hole is a gaming group here in Madison, Wisconsin. That's where Game Hole Con takes place. And uh, it's myself and a, a handful of knuckleheads, and we've been playing uh, essentially first edition D&D forever. And uh, the, the, the physical location of our game room was in my basement, subterranean. And so it was kind of like a hobbit hole. So we started calling it the Game Hole years ago. And so we've been you know, calling ourselves the game hole as a game group for a long time. Uh, then, uh, then Gen Con up and left Milwaukee and, uh, without asking us at all, which was, <laughs> crazy, but, but they <laughs> went, did that. I know, I know I've still burned about that, but anyway, so they moved on to Indianapolis as we all know. Uh, and that left uh, a pretty big void here in, uh, the upper Midwest, as far as, uh, a gaming con that we really liked, um, there's some other good ones in the in the neighborhood. Uh, of course, Gary Con is probably the big one. I'm very involved in Gary Con. In fact, I'm actually on the board of that one now. Um, but that's another topic for another day. Um, so we uh, uh, decided that uh, looking around the table, looking at the group of guys that we had uh, and gals, that uh, wouldn't it be fun? And I think we have the skill sets uh, to put together a convention. And we started uh, talking with a couple of the local store owners about it. And they, of course, thought it was a great idea. And... Um, we started, and our first show was in 
2018, and we started in a hotel, uh, the Madison Sheridan, and uh, put together for a first-year con a great show, quite frankly, I think. Uh, it was, um, you know, we had probably 250, 240, something like that, gaming events, almost 500 attendees. Uh, and some of the uh, – we also have the advantage here being in south-central Wisconsin of being uh, close to some of the real luminaries of the of the industry mm-hmm. who live basically in our neighborhood. So, you know, we knew Frank Mensner and Jim Ward and, uh, uh, and, uh, and Ernie Gygax, folks like that were willing to come up and take a run at some weird-sounding convention in Madison – uh, because it worked on their schedules, and they came, and I think they were pleasantly surprised by how uh, organized we were and that it was actually a thing. <laughs> and uh, it went really well. And then last year uh, was our second year where we eclipsed 750 attendees. And so now we have moved to uh, the big uh, convention facility here in Madison called the Alliant Energy Center. Uh, and we've taken a piece of that, uh, and we're anticipating you know, somewhere in that 1,200 attendee range this year. So that is so, pretty good because in three years, that's as big as Gary. That's Con. pretty good. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. And, you know, and I have to, Luke is a very good friend of mine, and I have to give Luke Agax, and I have to give, uh, you know, uh, some props to him for, for helping us out from ground zero. I mean, he was such a gentleman, you know, and he uh, was willing to help uh, us with his con, and so I'm, that's why I'm very vested in Gary Con and doing everything I can to help them as they transition to bigger space and more complexity, and they have some sort of back-end issues that uh, we've conquered based on our the, the the composition of our group, you know, we've got accountants and lawyers and stuff like that in our group, so we can we're good at putting together uh, we're, we're good at organization. Uh, so uh, I appreciate that because Luke is one of my three bosses. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, in so, a very uh, public manner, you appreciate that. <laughs> so uh, that's what uh, that's where that's where uh, we uh, came from, and that's where we are, I guess, today in a, in sort of a short short spiel. Okay. On a side note, uh, did you ever attend any of the Milwaukee Game Fests that was trying to go up in Milwaukee right after Gen Con left? No, I didn't. I've, huh. I've been to some of the Cold Iron things, uh, and I regularly attend those. That's not that's a little different, but uh, yeah. I've ne- I never no no I didn't take any of those in. Yeah, I, th- I think they only ran for two years, like '01 or '02 or something, and then they they kind of fell. Yeah, but. Uh, we were at the first one, so I just wasn't sure if we may have passed each other in the hallway or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nope, nope. I, I let those ones slip past me. Okay. <laughs> I got to meet Alex for a split second at Gen Con. <laughs> well, well, yeah, we, yeah, Jim and I literally <laughs> ran into each other. I mean, it was almost a bowl over kind of deal. And I uh, said, so, oh, hey, hey, Jim, because, of course, I, uh, we have uh, Jim as one of our, our, our many guests this year. And uh, so uh, I have his picture on our site so i of course knew who it was well that i ran into it then i did so that was your fun. mugshot yeah 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 sorry to mess up your website that way but <laughs> no, you grace us with there's some there's some pretty uh, interesting mugs on there so yeah you're you know you're fit you're you're you you, be, you beautify it quite frankly it's all good well it, it's interesting that you bring up the guest list of game hole con because um game hole con is part of kind of a trifecta of old school gaming conventions with Gary Con, North Texas Con, and Gamehole Con. But, and I know you guys, the guys that run all three cons, you guys talk together and strategize about how to market the cons together. But Gamehole Con is more widespread. Like, where North Texas Con is very focused on RPG, and Gary Con is very dedicated to old-school tabletop. Uh, Gamehole Con is more wide open than that. Uh, 47 special guests, and roughly half are old-school, and then there's some other people. More True. like... Pathfinder Society and that kind of thing. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. I guess what we wanted to do it was try to be a, uh, a a gaming convention that serves all tabletop gamers. Where we don't, we're not interested, in, you know, into uh, straying into f- fandom or anime or really even cosplay. Which and that's all fine. It's just not our convention. We're a tabletop gaming convention, and the we always viewed it as the four pillars of tabletop gaming being RPGs, board games. Uh, uh, miniatures, uh, both historical and uh, contemporary, you know, things like Warhammer and War Machine, uh, and uh, collectible card games. Now, the oh, oh, games, oh, 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 that's, that's <laughs> I was with you until number four. <laughs> that's the smallest part of our convention, and we're, you know, we still have, we let uh, a few of those events go on, but it's just not a... Y- y- you all know that the yeah, it, the collectible card gamer is a different animal, and uh, they don't really play well with others necessarily. And so they're they usually they have their own PTQs and all that kind of thing. And so they're they're not really convention goers anyway. So so they're kind of in their own habitat. You got right, right, right. But I, I better I better make sure I'm clear before the forums get fired up over this. I kid, I kid. I don't care what you play. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's what we're trying to uh, make sure that every uh, type of gamer, tabletop gamer, has a place and is uh, and uh, is welcome at our at our con. We're we're not uh, hyper focused uh, on one type or the other. Although, you know, we do have we do skew in the direction of RPGs. Uh, you know, I was just looking at our our games list, and it's we're we're over seven hundred game events, uh, and we have over I think we have four hundred thirty five RPG events. That's uh, which is insane. Um, so, and, and it represents, I was just looking through the list. It's crazy that the array of RPGs, I mean, you, I would be hard pressed that there's one that you guys can name that we don't have. I mean, it's bizarre. Uh, but it's, it's great for the RPG or especially, you know, old school or new school. So if you're oh. into, uh, you know, if you're into, uh, bunnies and burrows, uh, got it. Oh, good one. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking here. Fringeworthy. I mean, we have uh micro light. Uh, it's, you know. Someone put something called Newton Crawl Classics. I'm not sure what that is, but uh, <laughs> sounds lame. Uh, it'll be some weird fad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, we have it's it's pretty cool. I mean, the uh, this is a convention that uh, I need to figure out a way to attend instead of not being behind the desk because uh, the 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 quality of games here are, is just outstanding, and I would dearly love to uh, fill up a full schedule and and just roll dice the whole weekend with these well, kind of. That's games. something Bad Mike has said about his own games or his own convention. You know yep. that he just he really wishes he could actually enjoy North Texas mm-hmm. instead of spending all the time you know helping to run it. Um, one thing I did want to mention, I was pretty impressed to see you know not only do you do the convention, but you have a charity partner that you know some of the funds go to help out a specific charity. Um, and that's not something that I see with an awful lot of gaming conventions. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. And I guess from the get-go, let's back up when you know when you started talking about why we did this. Uh, the the motivation has never been profit. Uh, all of us that are doing this have jobs, and uh, this is truly a. We're gamers, and we love gaming, and we love convention gaming, and we just wanted to put on the best type of uh, of, of tabletop gaming convention that we could, and we didn't want. Uh, the bottom line to get in the way, and that's very similar. You know, you you folks know Mike obviously, and and uh, and North Texas. They have a very similar ethos. Uh, yeah, and, we, uh, similar ethic. And yeah, we, we, North we, Texas does it, and they were the they were the first one that I had noticed doing that before. Um, 
But, you know, I didn't really pay a lot of attention to gaming conventions in the past because usually they were too far away for me to, you know, go to. So, but when, you know, when they started so close to where we lived, it's like, oh, and they, you know, donate some of their stuff to, you know, a charity, which is every year. And, you know, then Gamehole, you know, has a charity partner as well. It's like, huh, that's very, I like that. I really. Is Gary gone, Jim? Uh, Not to my knowledge. Not not yet, and uh, stay tuned. I'm working on that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, all I know so, is no, nobody's asked me to make a T-shirt for one yet, so I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, last year we are the we we choose a par- uh, a charity partner each year. Last year it was Second Harvest, which uh, helps address hunger in the South Central Wisconsin area. That was great to be able to give them a check for several thousand dollars. Uh, this year it is a, a charity called World Builders, which is the uh, the charity created by the author Pat Roth who is a Wisconsinite and a really good guy and uh, so we wanted to help out his his charity and what that the focus of that charity is to uh, teach uh, sustainable farming in Africa uh, and uh, a great charity and, and one that is you know charities are all over the board as far as how much dollars how many dollars actually reached their, their intended mm-hmm. folks uh, and world builders is outstanding I mean Pat does it purely out of love and uh, interest in, in Helping and helping mankind, so there is no, uh, there's no. The administrative costs are very low, so we're very happy to help them, and it enables us to do some very cool things. For example, this year we have done a, uh, we have created a custom owlbear plushie, and the, <laughs> the, the 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 very cool and funny artist uh, John Kavalik, who does all the Munchkin uh, art, is a guest of ours, and he designed the owlbear, and it is. Awesome, just awesome, and fifty percent of the profits of that are going to world builders. Uh, so it's made, you know, it's just it 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 gives us some uh, impetus or some uh, energy to do things that are a little more nutty than we normally would. So we're now going to probably do a a, a goofy old school um, monster plushie each year, uh, and uh, half the profits will go to some charity each year because uh, it's cool and it's a it's a it's a super fun thing and uh, it does good and if you can have fun and while you're helping people I mean that's just the best you can't beat that if you do a plushy kobold I guarantee you listen Mike will be there <laughs> I will yeah. sell a kidney to get there if I have to <laughs> as long as it looks like a puppy right yeah, yeah. it has to has to look has to look like a puppy yeah <sighs> sort of yeah scale hey Alex before we get too uh, deep. Uh, into the details of the convention, let's mm. assume that some of our listeners aren't aware of Gamehole Con and just cover some of the basics. Like, when oh, is it, yeah. and is registration open yet? If not, when will it be? Yeah, sure. No, that's that's a great point. Yeah, we're we're every November in Madison, Wisconsin. Madison's the capital of the state here. Uh, nice airport, uh, not a huge one, not uh, like O'Hare, but a, but a nice airport. Uh, so this year we are November six, seven, and eight in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, the uh, the website is gameholecon.com, uh, and uh, badge sales have been going on since June 1st, and they're doing really well. And uh, the important date that's coming up is event registration starts on September 5th at noon Central Standard Time. So uh, if you've ever attended Gen Con, we have a feature that's similar but works better, <laughs> and that is <laughs> a, a, a wish list. So you can go through our games list and build your schedule 
And when noon Central Standard Time comes around on the fifth, you click execute and bang, you have your games. And uh, you, it's, it's, it's uh, ranked by priority, so you put the ones that you really want first. For instance, if you want to play in a game with Ed Greenwood or Steve Jackson or someone, you know, one of the, you put your the game that you want first or Jim Wampler, uh, you put that first, and then you you back priority down the list and you execute it and. Uh, the system sorts it out, and you get your schedule. And if you need to to backfill, it's very easy. So this is the time to uh, to quite frankly to get a badge. And if you if you are really want to have the the premium games, uh, you know, have your badge purchased before September fifth, so you can take part in the uh, the avalanche of registrations which will be taking place on September fifth. Well, I can say just listening from your description, the registration system is definitely superior to North Texas's. <laughs> well, Sorry, bad Mike. No. Oh well, yeah, and I hope Luke. I hope Luke's not listening because so far better than Gary Con. I know they're working on it for this next one, but it, it, that's part of. It. I'm trying to help with that too, and actually both cons. I mean, those guys are all such good friends, and uh, I, I think that you know it's like anything else. When you have someone that comes on the scene that's doing some aspect of something better than you are, that's good. Because it all it makes everyone else look around and say, "How can we improve?" And so I'm, you know, working with Doug and Mike uh, on their site. I'm working with Luke and company on their site, trying to trying to help them. And then, you know, got a designer to work with Luke. And I think things are going in the right direction. Because you know, it's so frustrating to have a crash when you are an attendee. I just makes me crazy. I just hate it. It's it's it's, all, it's second only to standing in line well, for me. Presumably, uh, the game hole con registration server is not going to think at midnight when the registration activates that it's a DDoS attack, right? Because <laughs> that's, oh, that. that's what happened to us last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Well, we, we've, we've done some, uh, we've spent some money on infrastructure. You know, every dime that we make, we go uh, put it back into the con and we uh, have some uh, elaborate cloud-based uh, server now that, uh, man, we could, we could run Gen Con, quite frankly. We have that kind of processing power. So I'm, I'm, do, I'm doing everything in my power here to jinx us, aren't I? I'm, this is going to probably be an epic <laughs> flaming failure. But, Taunt the but gods! I, so so the, <laughs> yeah. the main takeaway here is Alex Kammer is prepared to take over Gen Con. You heard it here first. <laughs> well, Peter, Peter Atkinson's one of our guests, so let's not uh, we'll, we'll let that one slide for now. But uh, and those, you know, I tell you what, Peter and company are great too. I mean, they've been such uh, nice partners for us. I mean, they've they've done Facebook posts for us. I mean, that's really cool. I mean, it's such a nice community that we're part of uh, the the gaming the, the 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 gaming convention circuit is are a bunch of nice people, and that's really cool to be part of that group. Yeah, I've been surprised how there's not so much competition as mutual support, it seems, among the crowds that run the various conventions. Well, if you do it out of love, if you do it because you really love the hobby, we all want to grow it. And it's the classic rising tide lifts all boats kind of principle. Uh, You know, I root for, you know, I don't, I, North Texas is probably the one where I don't want to see get a lot bigger because it's such a neat little convention. And the fact that Doug is so focused on keeping it at 300 people. Uh, right. I think is neat, uh, but you know, yeah. Doug's, Doug's goal thing. isn't even it, Doug North Texas Con is beyond not for profit. His only financial goal is not to get divorced. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But I assume then, for those people who are familiar with North Texas, there is no upper limit that you're aiming for with uh, Game Hole Con. Well, yeah, we haven't reached it yet. What it'll be is when we. Myself and my first of all, 
uh, I have a, a great group of guys and gals who work with me. I'm not doing this by myself. That'd be insane. Mm. Uh, when we get to the point of uh, maxing out our own time where it's interfering, it's, it's taking so much of our time, and it really is a year-round process project already, which is great, and I love it. But if it gets, if it gets to the point where we're straining our own resources and we have to think about you know, hiring people and stuff like that, when it gets to that level, that's probably when we're going to think about you know, I don't know capping it or whatever we'll, we haven't gotten there yet but there, there is there probably is an upper limit we don't we have no aspirations to be Gen Con or some massive you know 50,000 person con that's crazy I mean the, the logistics of that I, I had the, the, the privilege of being able to go behind the scenes at uh, Gen Con this year and go in their war room oh my gosh I mean that's crazy what they have going on trying to keep that monster rolling uh, you know I don't I, my life is complicated enough I, I don't need that yeah. Well, considering I, the exhibition halls, the convention center, centers that are available to you in the Madison area, I mean, how big could you conceivably get, do you think, before you started to strain the resources? Yeah, that's great. A great question. With the, uh, we're at the Atlanta Energy Center now, which is a great, modern, uh, very scalable uh, facility. Now, the problem with convention halls, and if, if you've been to to Gen Con, you know this. The big, wide-open halls are terrible for gaming. They're just—it's a, a din. It's so loud, mm-hmm. uh, and so the the key for us is having good, scalable space where you know you can have you know ten tables in a hall, but not you know five hundred. That's nuts. So um, it, we can probably, looking at what we have for this year, we could probably get to. Th- Four to five thousand, uh, and be in really good shape. There are there are five immediate hotels that surround the uh, convention center, and there are another six or seven about with, within half a mile. So we can get to that number. Uh, beyond that, uh, and we don't want to move to any other city. This is where we live, so this is where we're, where it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that prob- that's probably the range. But you know, until we get there, I don't know for sure. Um, but that's I think that's probably that's probably about it. Okay. If you if you flew into the hotel, sorry, this will be my last logistics no, no. question. No, no, no problem. <laughs> um, if you flew into the into um, Madison from the airport, um, the hotels and the convention center, could you get a shuttle directly to any of the hotels so that you wouldn't have to deal with car rentals, or is that something that you would have to take into consideration as well? Uh, there are the uh, the hotels that we do uh, work with have shuttles. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, that's something that works. And also, this is a cool thing that <laughs> there are some, some of our attendees have set up on their own, a, a Madison area gamers who are willing to shuttle people. I just, that was amazing. I couldn't believe that they were doing that. And so uh, uh, that's pretty neat, too. But, yes, the, the hotels themselves do have uh, shuttles because they're used to taking people back and forth to the airport all the time. Mm-hmm. So, it's, yeah, that's no big deal for them. For those okay. driving in, what's the weather like likely to be like in the early November? It's nice. It's still we have it. Had, it's very rare that we get snow that time of year. Very rare. Uh, it's uh, usually uh, we don't even get that kind of weather until past Thanksgiving. So it's going to be, you know, it's usually going from late October where it's in the sort of the high fifties into the high forties. That right around that week, we try to be in early November for that reason, so we can even maybe peak some at sixties, uh, but uh, into the probably between forties and fifties. Uh, that's usually the weather. Sweet. And usually okay. no snow. Yeah. So you guys should be good driving in, I hope. Okay. Well, as you're no doubt aware, um, Save or Die predominantly is listened to by old school gamers. So as an old school gamer wanting to go to Gamehole Con, what would be there for their interest? Yeah. Um, well, the, we have a, I think, 
as complete of a slate of old school gaming guests, first of all, uh, as there is. And it, it, I guess it depends on where exactly you draw the line at old school gamers and gaming guests. When I look at TSR uh, and the, the iterations it went through, for me, uh, of course, you have the original folks like Tim Kask and Frank Menser and so on. But I also include the second wave of people um, like uh, like Ed Greenwood or mm-hmm. Steve Shend or um, uh, whom uh, I'm, I'm pulling a blank on a few other people. But th- that's that, Jim, that's Jim Ward, of, Steve Cheneau, Chris Clark. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Ernie, Ga- Ernie and Luke Gygax. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I guess I should have clarified that because OSR is one of those terms that I think everybody's got their idea of the dateline point to before that is old school, after that is new school. Yeah, and that's, that's why, yeah, it seems to be a little bit of a moving target for me. But so I, I include certainly folks like Merle, La- Merle Rasmussen who's coming. Oh. Uh, D- David McGarry, who invented Dungeon, the board game, is coming. Oh, cool. uh, you mentioned the Gygax, both uh, Luke and Ernie are coming. Um, you know, we have Tom Wom, who doesn't go to anything other than Gary Khan and Archon. Uh, Frank, we mentioned Jim Ward. You mentioned <laughs> Jolly Blackburn, who goes everywhere all the time. Jo- yeah, Jolly, <laughs> Jolly. Yep, yep, yep. That's true. He's, he puts on the miles. But uh, Was he in North at- Texas? No, uh, because, uh, but because he went to Origins that same weekend. Oh, okay. Uh, but Alan Hammock. Um, you know, so and then and then it just depends on what uh, these things are relative. That's those are the folks that I consider old school gamers. But for the younger RPG player, they might look at Jonathan Tweet and Rob Heinsu, you know, the architects of three point five and into four. Yeah. yeah, as old school gamers. I don't know. Uh, Monty actually, this is he's going to be our guest, one of our guests for uh, two thousand sixteen next year. We already have him oh, lined up. Okay. But, uh, um, but yeah, so so we have lots of uh, old school gaming guests, and I guess. Steve Jackson, when you want to talk about uh, a, a pillar of this industry, he certainly has to be in, included in that conversation. In fact, we're going to have an ogre tournament. Uh, so oh, sweet, uh, yeah, and I'm really excited. I love ogre. I think it's a fantastic game. Um, so, and then when it comes to then, and that's and that's cool, and that we have these guests. And speaking of our guests, first of all, also this is something that bugs me about conventions, is that. They advertise a slate of guests, but then you never get to see them unless you want to stand in line and wait for them and get a signature or something. That's mm-hmm. nonsense. I don't. I hate that. So what we do is when when people uh, sign on to be guests, they ha- they agree that they have to be at the convention. They don't get to come down, run a game, or do a signing, and then go to their room. So we have a lounge actually set up for them on the floor, so they can be on the on the convention floor all the time, and uh, to mingle with our guests. I mean, it still is a small convention, even a thousand people with the amount of space and the amount of guests we have. If you want to have you know, five minutes with Jim Ward, if you want to have five minutes with Chris Perkins, if you want to chat with Alan Hammock, you can do that. I mean, that's that, because I, I want to do that. I, I'm a fan, as big of a fanboy as anyone. Uh, and so that's important to me and important to our guys when it comes to, uh, to conventions, to, uh, to our convention, that you have a chance to meet those people. Oh, so, no lines, no, no take a number, no. No, quick, absolutely okay. not. Quick word of advice. Keep Doug Kovacs out of that lounge because he's he's a, he's a complete menace to society. He'll wreck it. <laughs> I well, we have a we everybody a, will have a great time, but it'll get wrecked. Uh, we we have a uh, why is he carrying an IV in a there? reception that we. Uh, exactly. We have a reception on Thursday night for all our guests, and it's at a, a pub that I own. And uh, so I'm very familiar with Doug's abilities. Uh, oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. I'm I'm very very familiar. <laughs> so then, when it comes to the gaming events, I mean, I talked about the the number of RPG games alone. I mean, we have. If you want to get into a Metamorphosis Alpha game, you'll be able to get into one. We have. 
probably 40 AD first edition games, you know, probably 20 second. We have tons of DCC. We have tons of, we actually, I think we have something like 15 uh, OD&D games. There are uh, a whole slate of Ostrich games. Uh, I mean, and Cast- then you want Castles to, you know, and Crusades probably? Tons of Castles and Crusades. Let me see. Let me look that up well, here. Well, Steve's there. So yeah, I'm sure he's at least running a couple. Yeah, I think we're we're certainly over ten. We have over ten Hackmaster because of Jolly and company. He's bringing a bunch of people. Um, so you, you know, and it's uh, and then of course uh, you know RuneQuest, um, lots of bunch of Savage Worlds. Um, wow. I'm really excited. I'm to play RuneQuest in forever. That would be uh, awesome. I, I, I love RuneQuest. That's one of my favorites. I think it's one of the more realistic uh, RPGs out there. Um, but uh, I'm looking forward to uh, meeting uh, Robert Schwab with the Shadow of the Demon Lord. I've, I've kind of fussed around with the the, the uh, playtest of that, and that seems like a really cool game. But uh, so I'm looking forward to meeting him and seeing that. But we have a our, we sort of a, we have a theme also each year, and this is it's Call of Cthulhu this year. Uh, so we have a ton of Call of Cthulhu. We have uh, one of the bigger Call of Cthulhu groups out of Chicago where we're going to be running rounds in a tournament all weekend long and then we have a lot of other really cool call of cthulhu games that's always my go-to when i go to mm-hmm. um when i i run games you know when i so when i go to gary con or north texas i always run uh, a call of cthulhu game because i think it's you can be weird and it's easy and you don't need to it's such a fun game to pick up for players that may not be super experienced with uh rpgs anyone can play it uh, and so. and it's ideal for con play because well your players go, your, your characters go nuts or insane well <laughs> exactly. it's, you got four to six hours so what That's, exactly 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 but uh yeah and so if you're in if, if you have some boutique game like you want to play empire the petal throne you can play that here uh you know this cyberpunk whatever it is that of old school RPG that that turns you on, I would be stunned if you can't find it here. Okay, sweet. Well, that sounds yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, anyone else have any questions? What sort of uh, special events are going to be run at Gamehole Con aside from the gaming events? Yeah, um, we have ours is a uh, we try to have our convention be. I'll try. I think we succeed at being a higher energy, up tempo kind of con. So we have a lot of. Uh, goofy stuff that we do. Uh, for example, uh, on the convention floor, we have the uh, the local Dane County uh, roller girl teens rolling around, and they're passing out. <laughs> wait, pass- wait, 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 what? <laughs> yes, yes, you heard That's correct. awesome. Yeah, and what they do is our motto is game harder. And they have rubber sort of Lance Armstrong bracelets, and when they see people gaming that they're really into it, they give them one of these these bracelets. Uh, that's kind of one of the things that we do. We have live music at our uh, at our con. We have a stage that's set up, and that has folks, everyone from Dan the Bard, Lords of the Trident. So we go, we sort of have across the the musical genres that are going to be that are be playing. Um, we're doing something else this year that's going to be fun. We have a, a group of uh, players who are putting on a murder mystery dinner. Uh, and that's a separate ticket that you can buy, and it's at the a nearby hotel, and it's a Star Trek versus Star Wars theme. Um, <laughs> and it's a, it's a three-course dinner, and they're going to play this thing out, uh, and that's uh, it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, God, what, have, a, what a nerd argument that will be. Uh, no kidding. Who which, which, yeah, which, exactly. which, by the way, l- let me go ahead and get some emails. Uh, it's Star Trek every time because they have faster-than-light <laughs> weapons on the Enterprise. Bye-bye, Empire. <laughs> that's I wonder if that. I wonder if they could put that up streaming on YouTube or something. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, I think it's going to be. And these are uh, these are very experienced. This is a very experienced group. They do a lot of uh, uh, productions locally, uh, and they're very well thought of. So I'm excited about it. Uh, it sounds awesome. So, yeah, I think it's going to be cool. Um, 
Another feature we have, uh, you know, I don't mean to, this sounds like I'm bashing on Gen Con, but I'm not. Uh, the, they have a, a great games library at Gen Con, the Gen Con games library run by uh, Lee Mail. Uh, to get into that, if you go to Gen Con, you have to buy a bracelet and then you go and you can play games. Uh, we have that same library, the Gen Con games library for free for all our attendees. So you, if you're in our con, you can go, they have, a, they have their separate hall, you can go check out any board game you want and play it for as long as you want. Um, Awesome. Another uh, yeah, another uh, event that I I'm really excited about because I have little kids. There's a uh, we have a miniatures paint and take, and they have a. Oh, a, I love those. That's super fun, and they it's, they have a we we expand it every year, and uh, we have their uh, gosh 15 tables, and you can sit down, grab a miniature, paint. They'll they'll if you need instruction, they'll help with that. I certainly do, and then they uh, will. Uh, you can pick it up later when it dries. Of course, that's all free. Um, so stuff like that. We try to do. Um, kind of nutty stuff uh, when you walk into our lobby there'll be game demos going on uh, right there that's a that's free space for different uh, vendors we oh that's I should mention that we have a very big vendor hall we have uh, 35 different vendors and six artists uh, so we have easily the biggest uh, dealer hall in the Midwest second only that to does remind me um, at the risk of sounding old uh, are there any of the quote-unquote traditional con things going on there, like an art show, raffles, any stuff like that? We don't have – no, we don't do a raffle. And the reason why we don't do a raffle is because uh, we wanted to – Our the, the, the backbone of any gaming convention, at least we feel, is the DMGMs, the people who volunteer to run games. So what we do with all the con support that – the very nice publishers out there send us, we do a DMGM raffle. So, and for every slot, we do a, for everyone who's running a game in a certain slot, if they throw their tickets into a hat and we pull, and so they get great stuff, hardbound books, board games, all that kind of stuff. So we try to get all that stuff to the, to the, the, the great folks who, who make our convention happen. I mean, that's why we have over 700 games. That's, how, mm. that's, that's just still, a, you know, I'm still kind of getting my mind around what that looks <laughs> like uh, because that's just a huge amount of games. So, uh, and then an art show, um, we are developing our artist row. We're up to six artists, and next year we'll probably go to 10, so we'll probably do something a little more formalized along that line, that, down that, uh, of that sort. Um, speaking of which, our, we have a featured artist each year, uh, and this year it's uh, Diesel, Diesel LaForest. <sighs> He's yeah. He's doing a, a very cool. Um, uh, he's he. We commission a piece from each of these guys each year, and uh, um, uh, he's doing a, a new take on a Strange Tales magazine cover. Uh, you know, featuring sort of Cthulhu-y themed thing. Uh, and so we we do that. We we uh, have we're going to do thirty prints, and he signs and numbers them, and we sell them at a price that exactly breaks even on the whole project, and uh, it's good fun. So. Uh, but so yeah, we are going to go in the, down that road, but we just need a few more artists first uh, before we can do that. Diesel gotcha. is the greatest guy ever. I mean, there's a lot of great old school artists, but uh, he's just the nicest one of them all. Um, so yeah, that's uh, um, I'm trying to think of other events that uh, we have going on. Uh, we uh, instead of doing a, a an auction, and also you know part of this is we don't want to compete with the other cons that do really good things for instance mm-hmm. the north texas north texas has a really good auction so i don't want to I, I don't want to have people in the os uh os circuit think gosh which convention do i bring my stuff to what's the better auction they do a great job they should be the the, the premier auction of our circuit 
Um, That's a good idea for, again, like you were saying, everybody getting together and kind of working complementary to each other's cons. Yeah, there's just there's no reason not to. I, I, I you know, that's just my belief anyway. But uh, mm-hmm. um, I know some of this yeah. from being behind the scenes, Alex. But I love the idea that you and Luke and Mike Battalotto and Doug Ray are all in this together, figuring strategizing the cons together for maximum conage. Yeah, yeah. Let's just make it. Let's make it as cool as possible for the attendees. I mean, they're still we're flirting with. We haven't figured it out because we're still quite different, and that's great. Uh, you know, some sort of Uber pass that gets you into all three. That's at least that's we all keep talking about that as something that maybe we will do. But you know, it's uh, but our diversity is also great. We want to be different, and uh, the if a con comes along and tries to copy Gary Con or copy Game Hole, kind of silly. Why are you doing that? Do something else. Do whatever it is that. Uh, the reason that you decided to have a convention, go do your own thing. And uh, so we, we, while we are all working together, we are proud and, and, and happy to be different because, of course, we have different folks that attend our cons and a lot of folks who are the same. So it's uh, – yeah. Yeah, and when it comes to cons that cover, quote-unquote, everything fandom, I mean, there are a dime a dozen out there. It's, it's nice that there are cons that at least somewhat narrow their focus, like you were saying, basically tabletop games. For yeah. game old con, or you know, old school RPGs only for North Texas, and mm-hmm. I, I I agree. You know, the fan cons are great, and they 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 draw uh, a lot of people, and mm. certainly they skew especially quite young, uh, and that's and I'm glad that they're doing it. I think if they those those folks have fun, uh, but uh, you know, we have a, a a fairly large one here in town. Uh, that's I think it's happening next weekend. In fact, and uh, it's gaming is just such an afterthought there. And I used to volunteer and run games there, but it was just just they put us <laughs> really. It's the back corner of the deepest part of the you know away from everything. Mm-hmm. And hardly anyone plays. Ugh, you know. So yeah, a lot of the cons here in Dallas are like that. I mean, I don't think they mean to be that way, but it's just you know people go to a con. Um, they're not generally going there to games. So it's like you said, stuck under the stairs or <laughs> in yeah. a side corner. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, so we want, I mean, uh, again, because of, uh, the the composition of the game hole itself, all the, all these guys and gals that we've played together for so many years, it, gaming will always be the, the, the thing, the focus, you know, we have fun food and beverage and nutty stuff that's going on sort of sideshow carnival style stuff, but it is all about the gaming. And quite frankly, this is going to be our first year trying live music. If that in any way interferes with, with people's ability to game and where we try to schedule it, so it's not, that's going to go because it's uh, that this is an experiment to see. We have it sort of off in a wing and that's kind of isolated and we'll see how that goes. I think it's going to be fun. And I think it's going to be cool, but we'll see. Speaking of food, What's the, you know, for somebody who's staying at the hotel and everything, what is the food choices in that area? Yeah, um, we are very cognizant of the fact that uh, the vast majority of our attendees are weekend pass folks who come in for the entire weekend. So they'll be on campus the whole time. So uh, because of that, uh, the usual con fair just doesn't get it done or, you know, or I guess the exhibition hall fair. You know, if you go to, Mm. I don't know, a trade show, a uh, uh, whatever, whatever that subject is, they if you want to go grab a, a hot dog or some nachos, or sure, kiosk, you, yeah, right. You can survive and get through to something else. But these people, most of the vast majority of our attendees, are there the whole weekend. So, um, 
we has what we've the first two years what we did is the hotel did as well as they could and that's okay we had food trucks outside we had rows of food trucks and uh that that served Ooh. our attendees very well so that was really cool that was the only so, way i got through gen con because that gen con uh uh facility pizza needs to come with its own saving throw <laughs> it's terrible it's terrible. wow I, it's hard I, to mess up pizza trust it's me so <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this year we're in the new facility, and uh, they have it's, we have two stories. Uh, and the, the bottom floor is going to have uh, sort of uh, common, you know, burgers, hot dogs, stuff like that, sandwiches, grab and go kind of stuff. The upstairs is going to have a uh, more of a bistro cafe, so it's going to have soups and salads and more upper upscale sandwiches and things like that and new menus each day we're actually planning out different things for each day mm-hmm. uh there'll be uh beer available in the downstairs bar beer and cocktails upstairs um so uh and there'll also be outside vendors that will have uh kiosks so there'll be you know ice cream and you know pizza and things like that from actual restaurants that will be set up inside the hall itself um and we're working that all out now i mean we uh, <laughs> plenty yeah. of energy drinks <laughs> yes, yes, that's yes, yes. Sorry. There'll be lots of coffee. Selfish Gallons preference. Of coffee. Sorry, nope, nope, yep. It's okay. That's why God made coffee. Well, that that works too. You know, we're we're again cognizant of the fact that that people are going to be there for hours and uh, need to get be able to get decent food. And there are Madison is a wonderful town for restaurants. If you've if you've never been here, we've led the nation for years in per per capita restaurants. It's a very restaurant heavy town, uh, and we have some very good ones that are uh, around the uh, convention site itself. So uh, I don't think anyone's going hungry. Yeah, it sounds like there's a wide range of choice depending on how and what. You know the quality of the food that somebody's wanting. I don't mean good or bad. I mean quick or sure. slow or that sort of thing. Sure, sure, sure. But uh, no, that's something that's uh, it's important. <laughs> okay. Yucky food and, and Gen Con is one of those. They've gotten by. Well, now they've they've done the food truck thing, and as as Jim pointed out, that's a a big deal. That's made it made it so much better because uh, trying to you know waiting in line for yucky food and overpriced food too, expensive bad food. That's just uh, that's hard to take. Yeah, the bad food's bad enough, but then add to insult, you're paying premium for it is just just makes you annoyed. Makes me annoyed anyway. All right. Well, we will certainly have a link to your website in the show notes. Uh, Is there any last questions anybody wants to throw out to wrap up? I just want to thank you, Alex, for uh, inviting me this year. Oh no, I you know I'm I'm couldn't be happier that you accepted the invitation. That's great, and we're looking forward to having you. And we hope you come every year. I, uh, I, I, it's just it's very exciting to have uh, new new folks each year to show what we can do and what our convention's all about and the the way that uh, we run it and how we try to pull it off. I mean, we we want it to we want it just to be outstanding. And from from every experience, from the way you interact with our site, with buying a badge and selecting games, to when you come. You're, you're, you're greeted warmly and you get a packet that has everything that I always wanted in a packet, which is my badge, lanyard, a schedule that makes sense, all my game <laughs> tickets, uh, and a program, and you hand it, and it's in a cool pouch, and you have it, so you have everything you need, and then you go, and it's very clear as to where you're going. Uh, you have a map of the, of the convention floor that, that show, lays things out in, 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 um, in very clear terms. Uh, so folks that are coming, let's say, we have, I should mention this, 
we have a um, a separate track that we have seminars too, and a lot of conventions do, and we have some great ones. I mean, we have Peter Atkinson talking about when he bought TSR, uh, and we have um, uh, we have people like uh, geez, Chris Perkins, who's talking about what's happening with Dungeons and Dragons and all. That. So we have those kind of great seminars. Frank is talking about you know the old school TSR days. Mm-hmm. We also have a separate track that is designed that is set aside and, and completely focused on game design. And that is by uh, put on by the folks here uh, called the company's called the Game Crafter, and I don't know if you're familiar with them, but they're the largest print-on-demand uh, gaming company. So you have you have an idea for a board game, you can go and they, they'll help you put it together and they'll print it for you. They're here in Madison and some really cool guys. And anyway, they have their own track of seminars of game design seminars, and there we share a lot of guests. For instance, Steve Jackson and John Kavalik, and a lot of our guests are going to be in their seminar track uh, because, again, they're sponsors of ours and good friends. So if you are one of those folks who's coming really just for CrafterCon, which is our convention within a convention, it'll be very clear as to where you're going and uh, where, where, where to see all this stuff um, and to, to take that in. Um, so, again, it we try to sounds fantastic. I'm sorry. Well, no, we try to view everything from the, from the view of the attendee. You know, what... Uh, uh, you know the problem with web design people is that they're web designers, you know, and they don't have the they're not <laughs> they don't have the it, it intuitive di- lack of ability like I do. So I try to look at the site and say, now how can I screw this up? How can what is not clear here? And so I make my folks crazy about can you make a, a bigger button? Can you make it in different colors? Can you you know that kind of stuff? And the same thing with <laughs> I, I, I love clients like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Give I know. me a but lens so, flare. <laughs> yeah, right, right, exactly, exactly. So, and, and the same thing when they when they come into our show, you know, uh, we have uh, uh, there's a games desk. So instead of you know some kind of uh, you know paper wall of of games written on a board, you know, here's what's available. We have uh, scrolling monitors that you can see what's coming up in the next three slots. And what's coming up? That's another one that's scrolling. sort of like an airport. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Because even I can find my gate, you know. And I'm a moron when it comes to that stuff. So that's that's exactly the thinking. How can we make this as easy and user friendly as possible? Um, and the other thing that I think is cool that we do is we have a huge open gaming scene. That's another thing that bugs me about Gen Con. You can't go buy a game and find a place to sit down and play the damn thing. I mean, you can really? impossible huh. unless you want to go to your hotel room. It's just impossible. That's absolutely correct. Wow, it's, that's it's, it's not. Yeah, so we have a huge sea of open gaming tables, and there's a big whiteboard, so you can, if you want to come, and there's folks who just come and want to run games, and they write their name, and here's where I'm running at X o'clock, and people just go and play, and, you know, so it's a, we, we try to do all that. So anyway, the, the focus is on the attendee as far, when you come in, and you can find where you're going, and uh, it should be intuitive, uh, and it, it uh, we've, we we're, key, it's a work in progress, um, but uh, we're pretty, pretty damn proud of what we've been able to accomplish so far. Well, Alex, we really appreciate you coming on and sharing this information. And I couldn't be more tickled to be on and to to uh, talk with you folks. I've listened to many of your podcasts, and I I, I love the one that you had with uh, Bad Mike not too long ago uh, because he's such mm-hmm. a good buddy. It's good to hear him uh, uh, get some uh, the the credit that he's due for the hard work that he and Doug do for their excellent convention. And hopefully, we can get Jim to do a live report from the con. We do have a podcast booth. If there's anyone that you look at our guest list and you'd like to have a few minutes with any of them, we can we'll make that happen. If you want to sit down with Steve Jackson or Ed or whoever, um, we can we can 
give you some interview time. There's a, it's going to be pretty cool. There's a podcast booth, so it's closed on three sides, so attendees can walk by and see what's going on, but they can't, you know, it's so they don't interfere. So uh, it should be should be neat. I think don't have the ubiquitous crowd noises so much <laughs> in the background. Yeah. Mike, Mike, I'm running a whole DCC tournament, so I'll try and squeeze that into my all my spare time. Oh yeah, okay. all yeah, your spare yeah, time. Oh no, yeah, Jim's got an aggressive schedule to say the least. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks again for coming on the show. Yes. And anyone who's listening, if you happen to be in that area, check out Gamehole Con 2015. Thank links you. links will be in the show notes. That's right. And we'll hopefully catch everybody at the next episode of Save or Die. Good night. Good night. Oh, we're not walking down any roads? No. Oh, okay. Goodbye! Unless you really want to. (laughs) (laughs) Free arc. Ah, I I think we're out. (laughs) Are we out? Podcast is a production of Wild Games Productions in association with D20Radio.com. The Saber Die theme music is provided by the band Mississippi Bones. You can find them at MississippiBones.Bandcamp.com. Promotional consideration for Game Old Con was provided by the Wisconsin Department of Tabletop Tourism and the Association of Awesome RPGs. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Save or Die. We're going to be talking about the Gamehole Con this episode with the coordinator and creator of the con. And crap, let's scrap that. Let me do it again. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought we decided on this was a safe for half episode. Am I still wrong? Yeah. So, so I killed myself getting the intro done today for absolutely no good reason. Well, I thought I was telling you, you didn't have to worry about it because we'd only do a save for half this, today if something had happened and Alex couldn't show up. I'm so ashamed. Sorry. <laughs>